You're listening to the Drive Forward Podcast. We're cruising through the latest in transportation to inspire a better tomorrow. Welcome to the 13th episode of the Drive Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Jankowski. Today, we're chatting with Kevin Hall, the Associate Dean for Research and a professor at the University of Arkansas. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Kevin. We're excited to have you here. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Why don't you start off by telling me a little bit about your efforts as a professor and as the Associate Dean for Research at the University of Arkansas? Well, thanks so much for having me. This is, uh, I've been looking forward to this. I don't get back to the University of Illinois that often. And so uh, given, given an opportunity to talk a little bit about what we do and, and kind of reminisce a little bit about Illinois, it's always a welcome thing. As the Associate Dean for Research, it's, it's, it's an interesting position in that you're on the other side of the curtain, so to speak. Really what my job is, is to enable researchers to be successful. Uh, my job is to find them the resources that they need so that they can be successful. Obviously, I can't do the research for them, but I can certainly help put them in a, in a position to be successful. And, and that's what we're trying to do because their success is the college's success and part of their success is preparing graduate students for their, their future careers, perhaps in higher education, perhaps in industry, but that is what, that's our mission at the university. Uh, is to produce that good research, but to also prepare that next generation of researchers and engineers to go out and make a difference in the world. Fantastic. Well, how nice it must be, too, to have that bird's eye perspective uh, for researchers, for students alike, uh, to be able to see how everything is interconnected. That sounds like a really unique role that you have. Well, I know in preparation for our interview, you shared with me that you attended the University of Illinois Department of Civil and Environmental Engineering in a time when you were taught by, quote, the Godfathers of Illinois. What was your Illinois experience? How did it shape you and how did it ready you for your career? I was very fortunate. My, my particular area that, that I've emphasized in my career is the physical infrastructure side of transportation, more specifically pavements and materials. Everything from the soil that you build pavements on through all the materials that are used in the pavement, how the pavement actually performs. Because at the end of the day, we want to move goods and people from point A to point B safely and efficiently uh, the best way that we can. When, you, when, when I came out, I earned my, bat, my, my master's degree from the University of Arkansas in 1990 and was looking around for a PhD program. As it turns out, um, one, of, one of my favorite professors and, and the person I credit as being my professional mentor to this day, Dr. Robert Elliott, had come to the University of Arkansas in 1984. I was a sophomore in 1984 and he really set the bar for research. He earned his degrees from the University of Illinois. So when it was time for me to come back to graduate school after being with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers for a few years, uh, he recruited me back to grad school. I did my master's under him. And then he introduced me to um, the people that he studied under at the University of Illinois. So I was able to come up to the University of Illinois. And in that day, we're talking around 1990, if you were going to do pavement engineering, it kind of, the sun kind of rose and set in my mind at the University of Illinois. I was so fortunate to be able to study under people like Marshall Thompson. He was my PhD advisor. Uh, Ernie Berenberg on the concrete pavement side. Mike Darter 
uh, Sam Carpenter and Asphalt Materials and Barry Dempsey. These are names that, that anyone that has come through the infrastructure side of the University of Illinois will immediately recognize. These were the folks who almost quite literally wrote the book on, on how to do pavements, how to do the materials, how to model pavement performance and, and things like construction. One of the things I really appreciated about these guys is, and, and I'll use Marshall Thompson as an example. Marshall uh, is a native Illinois person. He taught me that it's possible to go into a room and talk very, very high tech, uh, finite element modeling of pavements. But at the same time, you could leave that room and go into the next room and be able to talk to contractors and people who literally build these structures and be just as comfortable and just as effective in that room. And I really took a big lesson from that. You know, Marshall had his Marshallisms. You know, it's better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick and, and things like that. So he was very down home Illinois, but yet at the same time, he was highly respected literally around the world for his contributions to pavement engineering. And you could say the same things about the other the other folks as well. And so I was really fortunate to be able to be there while they were all still there. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, th that kind of introduced me to the Transportation Research Board or what we call TRB, which is the place to, to go and share your research and, and, and be with like-minded people. When you look, we, we at every year, the University of Illinois has an alumni get-together at TRB. And when you look around the room at the number of people who graduated from the University of Illinois, just in my area, just in the pavement area, you see you know, tens of people uh, in a typical year at TRB that come to the Illinois alumni gathering and you start thinking, my goodness, what a legacy from uh, people like Thompson and Darter and Berenberg and Dempsey and Carpenter that not only educated us, but sent us out and spread us out around the country and around the world to other universities that, uh, and then come back and, and are doing work uh, that is making a difference. And so uh, what, what a legacy. And I feel very fortunate uh, that, that that was my experience uh, there at the university. It, it was a tremendous experience and one that a lot of us have tried to replicate at our own schools. That's fantastic to hear how Illinois research has expanded, not just nationally, but internationally, and to hear how much of that rep replication process happens. And just, you know, our students, they, they still get to interact with these these legends uh, every fall, you know, pre-COVID or every spring, um, we would have them get together and these gentlemen always show up and you can always see the crowd of students around them. So they are definitely uh, legends and we're glad to hear um, how much their legacy has not just impacted former Illini, but even current ones as well. That's fantastic. Well, speaking of your Illinois story, what do you think that preparation for the next class of civil engineers looks like? What challenges do you anticipate them facing in the next 15 to 20 years of transportation? Uh, this, is a, this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. And I will tell you that uh, as we move further into the 21st century, there is a there's a realization now and, and a very big realization and a growing realization that the way we prepared engineers, certainly when I was coming through, must change because the challenges that we face 
kids going forward in the 21st century are certainly much different than what we thought we would face back in the 1980s and 1990s. You know, one of so so there's a couple of big things here. One obviously that you that you have to to wrap your mind around is the idea of sustainability, the idea of climate change. It is a, it is a very real thing. It is very definitely affecting and will continue to affect the transportation sector. When you think about the transportation sector, not only the vehicles that we drive, but the materials that we use and how they are they are processed and how they are created, it is all based on fossil fuels. And as the world continues to transition away from the use of fossil fuels, uh, that is going to be a big issue with preparing civil engineers to think differently about energy, to think differently about carbon footprint. There are the, there are those that argue that that we're we're to the point where we've got to start thinking about different ways of doing things, being more sustainable, being more efficient, being more. Uh, aware of the carbon footprint that that we create, not just by what we create, but by the materials that we use to create that that built landscape. And so, I think obviously this is a huge issue and one that we have to get on top of in our education systems and in the preparation of engineers for the future. Specifically in transportation, one of the another big thing is urbanization. This this increase in urbanization uh, is going to create incredible challenges for moving people and goods around. So the transportation systems that we are designing, the ones that we have to take care of, the ones that we need to maintain are actually going to be quite different literally 10, 20 years from now as more and more people move to urban settings. To be able to do this efficiently, to be able to do this uh, at low cost, and, and perhaps more importantly, to be able to do this by and minimize the amount of pollution we put in the air and the carbon footprint of that transportation system, that is gonna be huge. And so we need the tools to be able to do that. And so so this next generation of, of civil engineers and engineers in general are gonna have to confront this idea of climate change, this idea of sustainability, and this idea of cramming more and more people into a smaller and smaller space. This is tailor-made for civil engineers because we are the ones that, that do the infrastructure systems, everything from transportation to power to sanitation to clean water, all of those things that society needs, um, that's, that's our backyard. And as, as we continue this trend toward urbanization, we're going to have to get on top of that very much. Absolutely. I, I agree. I think there's a lot of technical education and getting them to think, you know, existentially outside of the box or so um, about some of these things. And I think this is a great segue uh, into our next question. With technology like autonomous and connected vehicles, um, I know that's one thing Illinois Center for Transportation certainly has its sight on building is a track known as the Illinois Autonomous and Connected Track in order to further research in this area. How do you see university-led initiatives like this perhaps better preparing students for the future and maybe being able to work through some of those those questions that uh, you also mentioned? Well, first of all, I think it's I think it's brilliant that Illinois is doing this. Certainly, autonomous and connected vehicles are going to be a reality. And so I think schools like Illinois are 
at the very forefront of this. I think Illinois has a has a tremendous opportunity here to truly create multi multidisciplinary design teams, not just in the research, but in the education as well. Uh, so we want to we want to move these kinds of goods from here to there. How do we do it? How do we do it efficiently? How do we do it sustainably? All of a sudden now you've got a lot of voices in the room listening to each other and understanding what the other person needs in order to make this project go forward. That is the essence of preparing engineers for the 21st century. This interconnectedness, this interdisciplinary nature. And I think Illinois has got a unique opportunity. I'm only aware of just a handful of these types of facilities that are going in or being proposed around the country. So Illinois is right at the front edge of this. They can really do something special here for interdisciplinary work and really solving what's going to be one of the major issues in transportation over the next 20 to 30 years. And so I, I just am so looking forward to seeing what Illinois is going to do with this. Fantastic. I really appreciate you um, being supportive of this opportunity. One last question for you, Kevin. What legacy do you hope to leave at the University of Arkansas? It's an interesting thought. So by the time I leave here, God willing, I will have about 40 years at the University of Arkansas. And so you think, OK, so what difference? have you made? One of the things I would certainly hope is that I have made a positive difference in the lives of students. It would be the culmination, honestly, of my life's work if students, when they when they think back to being at the University of Arkansas, Department of Civil Engineering, maybe in one of my classes, that I have made a positive difference in some, some aspect of their life. From a program perspective, I want to leave my Department of Civil Engineering on a very solid base on which to build. When we start looking at the future, and we've talked at length now about the future of civil engineering education, um, I want that for my school too. I want there to be a very solid base, but I want them to recognize the flexibility they have to be innovative to really address the, the challenges of the late 20, the mid and late 21st centuries, that students who leave here are going to be very well grounded, but they're also going to be thinkers about the future and thinkers about solving the problems and the challenges of the futures. One of the things that I've been hitting my students up with the last few years is when you think about engineering, and you think about what we can do and, and those sort of things. So many times we ask the question, can we? Can we do this? When in fact, moving into the mid and late 21st century, really the question should be, should we? Should we do this? It goes back to justice. It goes back to equity. Uh, it goes back to ethics, all of those things. And so when we look at transportation, when we look at engineering overall, I, I hope that one of my legacies is to get people, engineers, to think, should we, rather than just think, can we, or how do we. I, I, think, I think that's where, where I'm at right now in terms of, of what I would love for my legacy to be. That's fantastic. What a wonderful goal. And I so hope that you achieve it as well. Well, Kevin, thank you. That's all I had for today. And I want to uh, tell you how much we appreciate your willingness to join us on the podcast. And listeners, thanks again for staying tuned in. 
The Drive Forward podcast is a production of Illinois Center for Transportation, a research center of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. We invite you to subscribe to The Drive Forward podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. And while you're there, feel free to like or rate us. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation rolling by using the hashtag DriveForward. Forward.